0: I start every episode the same way as I started every one of my classes, in the same exact way every time. Welcome to the ALT Insider Podcast, dedicated to making you have the most fun possible while living, or dreaming about living in Japan. Whether you've been here for years, or are just starting to consider it, we've got you covered. And now, your host, broadcasting from somewhere in Japan, James. James here. ALT Insider Podcast, episode number 084. Nice to have you with me here. We're in here at a little crossroads of the podcast. You're not at a crossroads. I make it sound serious, but I got an email. I was just about to be honest here. Let's be honest. I'm always honest with you guys. So just about to, um, this week was going to be an episode. I was an interview with someone that's in the PR realm, social media realm. He works in Tokyo. He's a foreigner, not teaching English in Japan. But today I got an email that made me change my decision and decided to change the episode. That episode will obviously still come out next week, um, you know, next Friday as they always do, midnight on, on Friday, Not late, midnight on Thursday, meaning Friday early in the morning. That episode will come out then, but I got an email. I'm going to read the the key points of it and see what you guys think, see if you guys agree, what you guys disagree. And then we'll get to the, the meat of this episode, as you can already see by the title and everything that wherever you clicked, the, I'm sure you saw the, what this episode is going to be all about. But before we get to that, let's get to this email. He said, you know, just, I'm paraphrasing here, James, I lo- you know, I love your, I love ALT I started coming, you know, when you f- right when you first started about a year ago. It's not exactly when I first started, but you know, I started like two years ago. But, but I was just starting out and it was all about ALT stuff. Every, every post yet was about ALT stuff. Every podcast was about, was about ALT stuff. And now it seems that ALT stuff is like not your main feature in the website. And I thought of what he said and he said, and it's true, right? I'm not talking about purely ALT stuff that much anymore at all. Recently, I've been talking about the JET program a lot because it is the JET program season. And before that, I was talking about things you can do after you become an ALT and after that I was talking about ways to get hired in Japan in the first place so I guess I have been neglecting the ALT side of things um pretty pretty heavily I guess I don't know if you can neglect pretty heavily but that's what I was doing and there are multiple reasons for that I guess I think I've you know the main one being that I've written a lot of stuff about ALT stuff you know over 100 articles about it being an ALT so I thought to fill out the the offerings here at com, I would do some other stuff so maybe not maybe, but definitely before you're an ALT. I cover that pretty heavily now. I have a whole website about it, ALT Inside Resume Review. Before you get hired to work in Japan, how, this is how I can help you with that side of things. Of course, while you're an ALT, all the hundreds of articles about being an LT, and then after you're an LT, I have you know interviews with people that are doing cool things in Japan and try to help people learn how to do those kind of things. And I guess I need to, I don't know. I guess this guy person's email. I'm wondering if other people are thinking that I'm kind of neglecting the being an ALT things being the ALT part of things a little bit too much. So I don't know. Let me know what you think. Send me an email, send me a Twitter at ALT insider FY or James at ALT com on the email side of things. Facebook is fine too, but let me know. What do you think? Am I doing too much? Not ALT stuff. Am I doing too, am I kind of like neglecting the, the thing that started this website, the thing that really supports the website because lesson plans are still the main way this website exists and creates money that allows me to do it all the time. So Am I neglecting the the hand that feeds? I guess I should say. Am I neglecting the hand that feeds? I'm not hitting it, but I'm just neglecting it and not kind of giving it the attention that it once had. Um, just let me know what you think. I don't know. I'm kind of torn here. Should I do more LT stuff? Should I still branch out? I'm trying to cover every single aspect of living in Japan. That's what it, my my goal kind of has been. That's why I did the you know getting hired in Japan in the first place kind of thing, and then I've then I've did the kind of what to do after your LT kind of thing, and I've always had that kind of backlog of you know hundred of articles and you know full year of lesson plans to for people that are lts so i thought i had to kind of the gamut covered but maybe i am neglecting that you know largest portion of the audience well i guess i can assume that's the largest portion of the audience that is people that are still lts now so anyways almost five minutes down let me know what you think email twitter facebook let me know what you think but let's get to the meat of this episode the important thing and the show notes page of that episode will be at lt insider forward slash lt Podcast eighty five, where you can just find it at ALT Insider forward slash the podcast. But today's episode is about. It's an episode only for people that are still LTS right now. Be it jet program, be it a direct hire, be it a dispatch company LT, This episode is just for you. If you're not in Japan yet, if you're not an ALT, this episode will not be interesting for you. Because I'm trying to, you know, I'm listening to this person's email I got today and trying to talk back to what started this website tips about being an awesome ALT. So today, I'm going to talk about why I did, and I'd recommend everyone else do, the same warm-up game before every single class you do as an ALT teacher. So first, before we get to why, let's get to the game I used. And that game is called Yoko Tate. Yoko Tate. I, I, I always say Tate. I thought it was Tate. I didn't, I didn't, when I first heard of the game, I didn't put it together that it actually was like Tate as in the straight kind of thing. I thought it was just different, a different word. I thought it was Tate, so T-A-T-T-E. As you can see in the hyperlink to the the post about this on my website, I even spelled it wrong with the two T's, which is definitely wrong. Um, but Yoko Tate is my favorite game. I learned it from a podcast guest, and a, a per, the person that did the Jet Program question and answer with me, I learned it from him, my Argonauts, the video he had on YouTube, and I will link in the show notes page about it, of course. But, you know... you podcast version of the game is you ask you have all the students stand up you ask a question let's say you know what day is it today someone answer someone raises their hand you call in that person they say it's monday and if they're right they choose yoko or tate or sometimes i, I did straight or side so if they said straight everyone in the same row as them vertically i mean facing the blackboard gets to sit down and that row is safe and fin- you know out of the game if they chose Chose side or Yoko, then everyone horizontally to them, or like kind of perpendicular. Plur- <laughs> I always mess up math terms. Perpendicular, not the right word. Everyone to their side in the straight line of desks get to sit down. They're safe. And he continued this until there's only one person left. And usually I would have some kind of punishment. Not punishment, like didn't hit them, but there'd be punishment like they had to say the ABCs by themselves. They had to ask me a question for higher level junior high school students. I would say you have to tell me uh, your favorites. Tell me what you did had for dinner yesterday and you can't just be one word answer. And I guess that's leading into why the game is so awesome is because it works with every age group above third grade elementary school. And also it stops being as good for high school, but I've still used it for high school students. I've had, I've, you know, I've had very, very few, little experience with high schools. um, classes so maybe you don't want to take my advice there but for all junior high school and all elementary school classes it works fantastically for any grammar points for any kind of situation you have it works great so in addition to that what what are the benefits of using the same the same game you know isn't it better to kind of switch it up you know isn't it better to tailor each warm-up to what lesson you're doing and i you know i've heard that from many people and i've heard have emails from people saying james i need a warm-up game for you know the "Where is my car?" lesson on in this book, and I say I always write the same thing. You should be doing the same exact warm-up game for every single class. So let's get to why. Besides that, besides the point that it works for all age groups and every topic. So if you do the same warm-up game for every single class, the first big point is it eliminates any confusion, any explanation time needed for your new warm-up game that you're you know you made special for this class right so it takes away all of that it's just wasted time gone and this is great because you know your students know okay james is going up there i know exactly what we're going to do and i'm going to be stand up and ready to roll you know and it just gets them in the headspace kind of oops the switch of english is turned on if you do a different game all the time it's like okay here comes james he's gonna have to tell us about this new game we're doing and then i gotta okay hopefully I i understand it right away and it just I want to get to the meat of my class as fast as possible. So the yokotate is perfect for that because all my students know once they know the rules that, hey, we're going to do this in some shape or form. So there you go. Number two, it also creates, you know, I said the English switch is turned on. I guess this kind of rolls with that, but it kind of puts them in the mood of English, right? I guess that same exact thing is putting the switch on of English. But like I, I've had times when I would be, let's say I had a class second period and I had to go to third period and I was, that class went long for some reason, not, not, not of course not none of my fault it was some other reason but i had to go there five minutes late even if i'm not there the class would be doing the game already when i'm not there now that looks pretty cool when let's say you're being observed or something i don't mean you don't want to be late for class when you're being observed but let's say it happens that looks pretty cool and your jt's like whoa the students are already doing the game that's pretty crazy and that looks good on you that means there's no wasted time right they know exactly what they're going to do and another benefit is it just really makes less planning for you which is a huge one right so like If you always have to come up with a new warm-up game for every single lesson, it's going to be a lot of planning for you, right? you got to like, okay, does this game work? No, well, we need to work on uh, verbs that are present. Plural verb, not plural verbs. We need to work on ing verbs, so how can we do this? Okay, this warm-up game is cool. Let me go back on the internet, up Englopedia, Let me try to find it. I don't don't know why I'm I'm sounding very worried there in my my talk up there, but it just wastes time because you have to find something that works for every single thing wow yokotate is sitting there for you and it works with every single grammar point possible you know so just as an example let's say you're doing flowers let's say you're doing you're doing third grade class. Let's go from like lowest to middle to highest so let's say you're doing a third grade elementary school lesson and you are doing you want to do yokotate so let's say you're doing I don't know. let's say you're doing animals that's that's your kind of the, the meat of the lesson is going to be about animals so I would do yokotate with something unrelated to animals because that's kind of, there's not enough content there to keep it going for the whole class, assuming you have 45 minutes. So I would do like colors or something. Grab something, no preparation needed by you. Have all students stand up, pick up something that's green, say, What color? And wait till a student raises their hand, you know? Pick up another one. What color? If you're holding a piece of chalk that's white, you know? Obviously, you know what color chalk is, but there's also yellow, though, actually. I've seen green, so you can get crazy with colors of chalk, but. It's easy to do that with colors for third grade, for example. If, if you've already done colors, now you can do animals. If you've already done animals, then you can do numbers, you know. You don't have to teach them the thing you're doing yokotate for if you start low enough, right? So every, every, you know, third grade students know colors. They know 1 to 10, you know, that kind of stuff. So yokotate is always there to get them kind of the right mood. And it's also not some crazy kind of warm-up game, which in some third grade classes kind of can get crazy, you know. So, you know, third grade classes is definitely OK. I I recommend starting in fourth grade, but I've, for the sake of this episode, I'm saying third grade is fine. I always did it from third and fourth, but sometimes in third grade, it can be a little tough. So just be wary of that. So um, let's go. Let's move up a little bit to sixth grade. In sixth grade, I would be much more focused and always do a review of what we studied last time. That would be my Yoko Tate topic. So let's say we just finished the, the months of the year. I would draw a picture of some holiday and say what month and then that would be my yokutate topic. Um, sometimes I'll say we did directions. I would draw, I don't know, I would uh, draw a little map and have a printed out Mario or some characters that i like at the time and kind of say, how do I get to the something? Of course, I would draw that, that place on the map and like have them turn which way and have the one person tell me which way to turn, you know, that kind of thing. And now for the highest one, some people say the most difficult, but I don't see that would be junior high school. So for junior high school, if you're doing, you know, obviously they have full grammar points. I mean, of course, sometimes they have spelling tests and stuff like that. You can, those spelling words are great, yoga Tate topics. But I would sometimes do like a sentence mashup. So like, like write a sentence, but every word is in the wrong place. So like, I would have students raise their hand and try to tell me the sentence, how it goes. That would be how, I would have, how that one worked. Um, I would also do like mashed up, just like world jumbles. So like the the, word, the letters of each word are all kind of messed up. There's just endless. I could go on forever with these. But there's no, it's like, what's another one I would do? I would do, for elementary school, for letters, I would draw one stroke of each letter. That sounds weird, but one stroke of each letter. Like if it was A, for example, I would, there would be, I would draw each stroke of A, but in a different place on the board. So they would put it together in their mind and say what letter it was. That was a good one. Um, of course, I would draw, you know, ask what time it is. But it's just, there's so many ways you can use it. It's just, it's so versatile that it's just like. Once you try it, I, I'm pretty confident that you'll stick with it. I mean, there's like a variations to like sometimes, you, you know, instead of just doing straight side, you can do diagonal. Sometimes I would have a student run the game. So especially for older class, I would have a student come up to the class and be the teacher kind of and ask the questions. That's a good one for older students. I did that, I did that with high school too, for sure. And that worked sometimes if you have the right class. But using the same game, I can't recommend it enough. I mean, give it a try. Let's say even if you're in this kind of, you're doing now, you do a different warm-up game for every class. Try it for a month, you know. Do the Yoko Tate challenge for a month. So your challenge is, for one month, for every one of your classes, do the same exact warm-up and see how it goes, you know. See how much time you save in preparation for your warm-ups. See how much more ready your students seem to be for your classes. See how much kind of the watch how like the students kind of know like okay boom i gotta get going because Yoko Tate is starting and everyone has to stand up and then even just the act of having everyone stand up for the class is really beneficial i think so that, give it a try you know let me know what you think it's not for everybody i know some people said told me that they didn't like that because the teacher the teachers told them they don't like doing the same thing every class and that's just some teachers are going to say their opinion about everything right so some teach if the teacher says you can't do it of course then you can't do it but I think if you, if you convince them to give it a chance for a month, they'll, they'll, they'll see the benefits as well. So that's the episode made purely for ALTs that are still teaching as ALT, of course. Remember the question of the day. Question of the day today, hit me up on Twitter. Email me or Facebook. What's kind of your ideal mix for the topics of these, these episodes? You want 50% ALT, 50% other, you know, 50%... You know, interviews with people that are doing other things in ALT fifty percent ALT stuff. Let me know what's your what's your ideal mix. What's your what do you think about this? If I'm getting too interview heavy, let me know. If I'm getting too you know get, getting hired in Japan heavy, let me know. I want to hear about it. So basically, Tate is the best game, and do it before every single class. That's it for today. Until next time, you know what to do. While you're using the same warm up game every class, have more fun see ya thanks for listening to the alt insider podcast for more info on how you can have more fun working in japan visit altinsider.com see you next time